You know how you win the battle? Listen now. You and I have the opportunity to walk in victory, to claim the victory, to experience the victory that is already ours. Because I know I have something to offer. Go where you have never gone before. What you got? Keep moving through the pain. Keep moving forward. Do what you've never done before so you can be the woman you know yourself to be. I live my life playing to win. I'm after something. So much in you. We have the victory. Hey, Purpose Chasers. Welcome to another episode of the Pray, Plan, Slay podcast. And before we get into this week's episode, I just want to say a major thank you to everyone who joined me last week, Saturday, for the Purpose Reset Master class. 193 women from 20 different countries signed up and I'm so very grateful that I was able to help you press the reset button on your purpose. Now, just a reminder that the Created for More course is starting on Monday, the 29th of June. Now, if you missed out on the Created for More course the first time around, you missed something. Listen, if you are tired of your mundane routine, I mean, you're tired of life just feeling like wake up, eat, go to work, eat again, then sleep and repeat, and you're ready to get clear on your desires, to stop thinking small, to do the work and prioritize what's important, prioritize you, then this course is for you. During the Create It For More course, you are going to learn how to clarify your purpose, create your vision, build confidence, transform your mindset, create a winning strategy, turn your purpose into profit, and create a life of more. Now, I launch special early birds pricing where you save $200. So if you're interested and you want more information, click the link in the show notes to enroll today. And that's at shantaysapphire.com slash course. That's shantaysapphire.com slash course. And of course, Sapphire is spelt with one P. Okay, so this week we have another Faithpreneur Diaries. And in the guest seat, we have Elisha Jacob. Elisha is an entrepreneur, ICT specialist and systems analyst who specializes in helping emerging and existing women entrepreneurs streamline their business with systems and automations with less hassle. Alicia launched InnovATG Solutions in 2019 with a mission to help women empower their creativity through technology. InnovATG Solutions is an information technology company that has expertise in business systems, IT solutions, and IT project management. Alicia is going to talk to us about how to balance your business and your relationship with God. So be sure to grab a pen and paper and take some notes and dig in to this episode. Let's welcome Alicia to the show. Alicia, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much, Shante. I'm blessed to be on your podcast today. And we are so excited to have you. Now, 
my audience would have heard your amazing bio. But before we get into it, before we get into the meat, I want to start with something light, something fun. Tell me a fun or interesting fact about yourself that is not in your bio. Oh, where do I begin? So first things first, I love to be. I love being in the kitchen. So out of all of the housework that a woman have to do. Cooking is one of my specialties. I also love comic books. I'm a huge Marvel Universe fan. And also, I love to sleep because, listen, it's not enough. That eight hours is not enough. Okay, so two out of three of your interesting facts are my some of my favorite things. Um, one is Marvel Comics. I am a Marvel comic book girl, so hello to you from that hey. angle. <laughs> hey, girl. <laughs> And also sleep, girl. That eight hours is not, it's not enough. It's not enough. I know, I know. We need more than eight hours. Uh, We definitely do, especially (laughs) being, you know, moms and women and entrepreneurs and daughters and sisters and members of our church. And it's just because it's a lot as women. And I know my audience, the women in this tribe do so many different things that when it comes down to sleep, sometimes it's just like, where, where did the time go for sleep? So I completely get. I completely get it. So, (laughs) Elisha, I see that you're, I know that you're an entrepreneur, an ICT specialist, and a systems analyst. Please tell me what it's like being a woman, being a God-fearing woman in tech. Tell me a bit of your story. How did you get there? Okay, so I'll try to make it as short as possible. Um, I fell in love with computers at the age of 11 years old. Um, if you grew up in Georgetown, Guyana, which is in South America and a part of the Caribbean, we have something called common entrance. That is the entrance exam into high school. So my grandmother used to work in an organization where they had a lot of computers. And I had never seen a computer before until I visited her workplace. And I don't know, just seeing this device, this PC, Windows 9 to 5 back in the day, I fell in love with the computer. And I started to always say, when I grow up or when I reach a certain age, I want to be a systems analyst. This is my dream. I'm going to be a system analyst because I want to learn this thing. And that has always been my passion from that age onward. I delve into books. I um, I forsake every other subject area in high school to study IT. And um, the Lord just blessed me. He gave me this gift, talent, and skill to understand the computers inside out. Um, I went to college after high school to do my diploma in computer science. And I was the only girl in that class that loved programming. And my I could remember my lecturer turning to me and say, um, this is strange for a young lady to like programming. Most of the girls in the class don't like programming. But what um, he didn't understand at the time is that when you have a calling on your life and when you have passion, a mm-hmm. God-given passion, mm-hmm. nothing, absolutely nothing can sway you from that. You can run from it, but it always comes back to you. Yes. So I always talk with that. So I, um, out of college, I went right into a job and it's just amazing when I think back 
of how God blessed me because it's like for every milestone, he always provided, he always opened a door. He closed doors that needed to be closed and he just opened doors that needed to be open. And I went straight into a job where I was teaching persons how to use computers for the first six years of my career. Um, how to use computers, preparing them to actually touch a computer because some of them at that time never used a computer before. Mm. And um, I taught how to how teach them how to use the computer. And then I even prepared students to write the CompTIA A plus and Network Plus exams. That is an international exam that is recognized worldwide, which prepares persons to be uh, computer technicians and network technicians and so so progressively over the past 15 years, I was able to develop my skills, not only in IT, but there were other skills and other programs that I would have taken. And <laughs> it's interesting because three years ago, um, I was on a project with, with my current job at that time. I was on a project and this lady just randomly came up to me. She was like, Elisha, why don't you make this a side hustle? You have amazing skills that nobody really has now. You should make this a side hustle. And you know, Shante, in that time, I'm like, listen, this is not for me. I'm enjoying my career. I yes. am doing this, but I just put it on the back burner. And the talks keep coming up, but I keep putting it in the background. And I'm like, listen, I love my career. I love where I am. Um, last year, um, which is 2019, February of 2019, I got a knee injury while in gym. Um, because I, I started to become a little um, loving the gym a lot. So I, was really, <laughs> I was really pushing myself um, in the gym and I dislocated my knee. And I think it was like three weeks into um, severe pain and going into a state of depression. Mm. It came back to me. And I'm like, listen, God knows how to get our attention, you know. He sure and does. <laughs> this that morning I got up and was like, Alicia, start your business. So right away I jump on the computer and I was like, Yes, let me start. So at that time I was really, really active with my YouTube channel and I was helping quite a lot of creators because they weren't afraid with a lot of the tech tools that they could have enhanced their content on YouTube. So I was like that go-to person in that community that I was in to help them out. So it's from that my business actually birthed to help persons with the gifts, the skills and talents that the Lord has blessed me with to help my fellow women entrepreneurs um, in tech. And so my company, Innovative Solutions, was born. Um, it's over a year now because I started in March. So it's over a year since I've started my business. And God has been working tremendously. I came into full-time entrepreneur in October. I took that leap of faith because I say, listen, God don't give us um, vision. He doesn't give us a passion without a plan. Sometimes we don't see it in front of us, but I'm going to take that leap of faith and just with his direction, just go forward. So that is my story more or less in a nutshell. <laughs> I love it. And first, congratulations on taking the leap into full-time entrepreneurship. I know that a lot of people who start their business, a lot of entrepreneurs, when they start their business, it's just a side hustle. But to take that leap, sometimes it takes people 
years. It takes people decades because it's such a different thing, but you trusted in God and you took that leap of faith. So I am proud of you. I'm proud of you, you. (laughs) Um, but you, your story is so intriguing. I loved that you fell in love with computers at the age of 11. And you said you forsake every other topic because you knew that was what you were going to do. And we have similar Mm -hmm. stories in the fact that when I was coming through and I was becoming a lawyer at the age of four, I had decided that I was going to be a judge. And basically between four and everything else I, I did was always in, in, doing the work towards becoming what I felt like I was called to do. Mm-hmm. So I completely understood that everything went out the window, especially math. Everything was just like, <laughs> I don't think I remember being younger thinking, I don't think lawyers need math. We just hire somebody else. Mm-hmm. So I completely understand that. But you said that you were your, the only girl who liked programming. And I know there aren't, a lot of women in tech. So I want to talk about that for a minute. How do you feel being a woman in tech? How is it like for you in the industry, being that you're a woman working with, I guess, a majority male industry? How is that? How was that? Or how is that for you? Um, I think for the past uh, five years, I've seen a growth with women in tech. And um, when I started out in tech, I got a lot of faces, especially from my male counterparts. Um, It was very difficult because though I enjoyed doing what I love, um, I got a lot of criticisms as a woman in tech. It's like, you know, your male counterparts would look at you as like, this is a male dominant industry and you as a woman don't know what you're doing. You don't know um, electronics. So... A lot of times I came face to face with individuals that would have criticized me and tell me that I didn't belong in the IT industry. So I had to now take that criticism and I can defend, you know, Caribbean people, we don't take things lying down like that. (laughs) I had to learn. (laughs) Yeah. I had to learn to stand up be firm in who I am, be firm in who I believe in, which is the Lord Jesus Christ, and also affirm my position that I belong in this industry. This is not a male-dominated industry. And I always have this saying, and I always encourage young girls who want to get into tech too, is that God gives us knowledge. All knowledge comes from God. And just as how he can bless Steve Jobs and bless... um, Bill Gates and these other amazing tech people, he can bless me with the same skills and the same knowledge to pursue. So I always use those criticisms as a stepping stone to push me forward. If they say, no, you don't belong in the A plus class, I was like, listen, I'm going to show you that I'm going to pass this A plus class. Mm. And with the grace of God, I was able to pass my classes. Each one that they told me that I couldn't pass, I use this as a fuel to push forward. So that is how I cope. But I notice now that the industry is growing with more women, especially in the various avenues of the IT industry. And it's great to see that more and more women are coming into the industry. And I'm happy for that. 
That is excellent. I love that you said, you know, all knowledge comes from God. So he can bless you with the knowledge to excel in this industry. It's mm-hmm. not like God is up there dishing out things for only, oh, well, this, 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 this line of knowledge is only for men or this line mm-hmm. of knowledge is only for women. We are all his children. We were all yes. meant to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. And it's not mm-hmm. just in some of us. It's not just in men. It's in mm-hmm. women as well. So that is great that you were able to really stand strong and affirm who you believe in and affirm yourself Mm -hmm. to use criticisms as stepping stones and then look at you now. You said you have 15 years of experience under your belt. That Mm -hmm. is amazing. That's a decade and a half of experience, (laughs) but you're, you're now using that in your business Mm -hmm. to help women. So tell us about some of the, some of the struggles that you see people tend to have with, with tech that you're able to help them with in their business. Um, especially, uh, other women entrepreneurs when they start out. Okay. Um, I noticed that People tend to get scared at even the mention of the word tech because mm-hmm. it's <laughs> they find it because it's so technical and it's strange because I'm a technically engineered mind. <laughs> <laughs> so um, even I found a bit difficulty even launching out into my business where I had to come out of that technical mind frame and be more business minded. And a lot of persons who start their business, especially online business owners, they find difficulties understanding tech tools. So this is where my company and my expertise comes in, where I take that headache off of you and I step in and I be that bridge that connects your business with the tech so you can function and create in your own zone of genius. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yes, because... There is nothing like trying to do things that are not in your zone of genius. I know as an entrepreneur, I can say that getting started when I just got started, having to do everything would drive me absolutely bonkers. Yes. (laughs) Absolutely bonkers because I'm not a graphic designer and I'm over here talking about, I'm trying to make websites, edit videos, put together social media posts and ads. It was too much. I mean, Mm -hmm. I thank God for the grace that he allowed Mm -hmm. me to be able to create things that did help women in the area that I am in, in the coaching area. But I said, I remember saying to Lord, Lord, as soon as I am able when you send some anointed people who are, are tasked to do something, <laughs> I am handing this off because yes. it is, it is, I think it's so great when everybody is operating in their zone of genius, especially in, in a business, because yes. you get the best of everybody. So if yes. your marketing team is over there, shout out to my marketing team, is mm-hmm. over there creating the best content and your web designer is over there working in her zone of genius, creating the best website, shout out to my website <laughs> designer too. It relieves the pressure and the stress off of me to do more of the things God has called me to do. I can coach more. I can teach more. I can motivate more because that is my zone of genius and I've, I can spend more time in it. So I think it's really great that you are using your zone of zone of genius to really help women in, 
areas like tech. And when you were saying that tech, the word tech scares people and you know who else I feel like tech scares as well, the Mm -hmm. church. Oh, don't let me get started there. (laughs) Listen, and when you just said that to me earlier, I know I'm, I am in my church everybody's facing this pandemic. So when we stopped Mm -hmm. being able to go to church, my, for the first week we couldn't go to church. It was sort of a telephone and call, call the person Mm that call somebody and pray for them. And Mm -hmm. then finally my pastor was like, okay, she'll try zoom out. And I'm on the zoom team and just working with like, we have it down and streamlined now, but in the beginning, it was tough. And I think that this pandemic has forced people into using God's technology that he's yes. given people the idea to create a lot more. But I think mm-hmm. it's so hard. And I don't know what the transition, like in my, in someone's mind, I don't know why tech is bad. <laughs> I think too, is because it's so, it's such a tech, technical engineered field. So a lot of persons, they shun away from even thinking uh, to use the tech, but I always put them into the approach like this. If you can use a cell phone and you can, the smallest child can use a cell phone and unlock the phone without even the passcode, anybody, anybody can learn tech and understand it and leverage its power. Um, it's funny enough that you talk about the church and tech because I know that some um, denominations would be like, oh, technology is bad, but the pandemic came and isn't it the same tech that we need to use to communicate and, and, and have our church meetings? So it's, it's just showing how um, mindsets have shifted in this pandemic mm-hmm. and also how um, persons are even more dependent on tech. Exactly. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Now, I know, (laughs) I know that I wanted to discuss with you how, as a faithpreneur, as I've start calling all of my entrepreneur guests, how have you found a way to balance business and your relationship with God? Should be told some days it's not easy. I'm just putting it out there. It's not easy because we can get so caught up, especially if you're working a nine to five, running a side hustle, or if you're full time, there's so much to get be done in that specific day or the uh, 12 hours that you're giving or the 24 hours that you're given to work. Um, it's difficult. But for me personally, from early on, from even before I started my business, one of the main things that I said I'm going to focus on is ensuring that I spend time with God every morning. And in the mornings, I would have, before I, my foot even touched the ground, I would have my devotion. I would have my um, plan, whatever plan I'm using at that time. I would do my devotion. I would go into a time of prayer. I commit my business daily. And every activity that I need to get done today, I commit it into the hands of God. I ask him for a fresh anointing of creativity, fresh creativity, because yesterday creativity don't work today. So mm. I ask for that fresh creativity every day, renew grace and mercy and just spend time in God. And I realize that helps me so much 
Because at the end of this day, when I feel overwhelmed or I just had a hard, difficult day, I know that when I put my head on that pillow, by God's grace, if I'm up tomorrow, mm-hmm. I can spend time with him and get that re-energize, you know, re-energize myself in his presence. So for balancing my business and my time with God has not shifted. Mm-hmm. Um, I've found a way and I make sure that spending time with God is a priority for me because I always say God is my CEO, the overall CEO Mm -hmm. of my life and also the overall CEO of my business. So I need to tap into his presence and seek wisdom. I need to tap into him to make certain decisions. So sometimes I'm working, I'm like, Lord Jesus, you know, um, and I talk to him, like if I'm talking to you, Shanti, it's like, Mm -hmm. I'm saying, Lord Jesus, you know, this thing bothering me, like today, I'm like, oh, Jesus, this thing is bothering me. I need to fix it. And you know, and he just worked it in such a way that he directed me how to fix the problem. So I need that balance in understanding from early on that my time with God is important. And then anything else after I always put God first, the tech and then the business. <laughs> but God is always forefront of everything that I do. I love it. God is my CEO. That is something I say often and we say often as well, because at the end of the day, as entrepreneurs, as faithpreneurs, our business belongs to God. Like he is the ultimate CEO. We're just down here managing. We're just the vessel that Mm -hmm. he's using. Mm -hmm. But I really liked, um, what you said, you said your time with God comes first and everything else comes after that. So you're ensuring that you're spending time with God every day. And I love that you said, I don't even let my feet touch the floor until I spend time with God. That will help you to prioritize because once you get in front of your laptop or in front of whatever task you have, you get carried away real quick. That's true. And That's true. Your, your day runs off and you're just like, oh, wait, I missed the chance that I had. Mm-hmm. And I love that you commit your business to God in prayer and the tasks that you have to do and ask for a fresh anointing of creativity and his help to re-energize you and push you through the day. I noted that down for something I needed to add to my morning routine because <laughs> I have to remember that it's not just me giving my purpose back over to God, but it's giving my business back over to God because he's the only one in the podcast as well. He's the only one who's been growing this thing, right? Mm -hmm. He's the only one who's been spreading my voice and and, and helping Mm -hmm. me in areas. And Mm -hmm. I know when I get into bed at the end of the night, sometimes I'm just like, thank you, Jesus. (laughs) It was a a rough day and I know how I was going to make it. And I know that sometimes I would, pray. And I said, Lord, I just need, listen, I just need a little bit more time. So I would just appreciate if you could sort it out so I can either have the time I need or get more done in less time. And he always shows up. So when we rededicate our business on a daily basis to God, our creativities, our mind, and everything else falls into place. And one thing though, that I know is spending time with God will give you more energy than a cup Mm -hmm. of coffee. That is very true. That is very true. And it's essential as entrepreneurs or fakepreneurs, as you say, to really tap into God 
everything, everything that we need. I'm here for learning. I'm here to invest in courses. But I always, this is my perspective. I always say, listen, just as God gives the knowledge to other people, he can give it to me. And I have that faith and that belief that he is going to bless me with the understanding and the knowledge that I need to run my business. And he, time and time and time again, when I think like, I, I, or I feel like I just want to give up, he just mm-hmm. shows up and mm-hmm. performs wonders. And all I can do is say, thank you, Jesus, because I don't have any more words. My vocab is limited <laughs> to just giving him praise for what he is doing. So yes. we just got to remember to include God in everything. If we need to make a certain decision, even if choosing a platform for your website, say, hey, God, is this the platform that mm-hmm. is needed? We need to start learning to really depend upon God, not upon people. Because at the end of the day, people uh, disappoint us, but God never disappoints. And we have to learn to always depend upon him, go to him about any and everything. And he is going to make a way and he is going to see us through. That is so true. And I would even say we should go to God about the clients we take on as well as oh, faithpreneurs, yes. because mm-hmm. not everybody who wants to work with you, mm-hmm. right, is supposed to work with you. Yes. And mm-hmm. sometimes we let that slip. And sometimes we think, especially in the world when they think business is business, but sometimes God knows that that person is going to give you more headache than any money could be worth, or that Mm -hmm. person is going to do X, Y, and Z. So we have to rely on him. Even when we talk about business and our partnerships, who we're going to work with or who we're going to hire. We have to make sure that it's in line with God. So we're not out here spending money, like you said, on courses. And God is like, you didn't need that. I had, I had that strategy. Come on, now. And I am all for courses. And I remember every time when I just started my business, I wanted to work with a coach or I wanted to um, do a course. I'd pray. I said, God, I need this. I don't mm-hmm. know how much it is. I can probably fork out the first payment, but I don't know where the rest of the money is going to come from. And Mm -hmm. he provided every single time. And I knew, I remember knowing when I signed up for something too quick Mm. and I didn't consult God and I made a $500 mistake. It was a $500 mistake because I realized after putting down that non-refundable down payment mm. that God was not <laughs> wanting me to do this at all. Mm-hmm. So $500 non-refundable was my, mm. my lesson. Don't be like me. Don't try to, don't, don't <laughs> learn a $500 lesson. You don't need it. If you, you don't, you, don't mm-hmm. you, you, you rather trust me, you rather keep your coins than mm-hmm. spend it on a mistake. But yeah. Definitely making sure that you spend time consulting God in all mm-hmm. areas of your life. We don't mm-hmm. have to separate our business or our career from God. You are not separate people. It's all one, right? It is all one. You, who God purposed you to be, what business you're creating or what career you're in, God has a plan for all of it. And you'll be surprised how he intertwines these things. So definitely, definitely consult him. Okay, so Elisha, Mm -hmm. now 
someone's out there, they're listening to us talk, they're listening to this episode, and they're saying to themselves, I really want to start in in tech, but I really I just don't know what I should do to get started. What sort of advice or give them some advice? What give them some advice to help them with that question? It's always good to do the research. For me, that is how I actually started with my certifications and even at the early age learning. Before Google became a thing, Yahoo search used to be it. <laughs> and I would jump on the Yahoo and I would search up, um, you know, information regarding tech and computers. But for persons who want to delve in, I always advise persons to start from the beginning. So you can look for courses. I always recommend a CompTIA A plus exam and you can find that information www.comptia.org and that is a good place for you to start it gives you that foundation of IT and then you they give you a roadmap of the possible avenues that you can go down in the IT industry IT industry is not like a one track or if you're studying to be an accountant you're going to be an accountant for life the beautiful thing about IT they are tons of avenues that you can go down and you can study you can do multiple thing multiple studies at the same time but once you have that foundation you're able to use that as a stepping stone to branch out into whatever uh, field that you find interest in for me i would recommend learning two fields two to three fields um because that gives you a better chance in the job marketplace so it's always good to make yourself marketable in when it comes to IT. So do a little programming because programming is a big thing now. There's a lot of app developments going on now because everybody's on their phones now. Mm -hmm. So they're going to need apps. So study app development, study programming because programming and app development goes hand in hand. Um, but you also need that foundational IT work to get into those various fields. Excellent. So that is what I would advice. Excellent, excellent, excellent. So you heard that advice. If you're interested in tech, listen to the advice that Alicia has given you. Alicia, I just want you to give us some last uh, bit of advice, some last bit of motivation for those of us who may be struggling to balance their business with their social life, with their time with God. Just give us some last words of encouragement, even for those people who are thinking about venturing out into business and don't know how to start, don't know where to go, what to do. Just give us the some advice for them as well. Okay. So first things first, you need to know what you're passionate about. You need to sit down and think upon the skills, what skill sets you have, what is your passion. If you're there to serve people, then you have and you have a specific skill set, you would use that skill set and your passion to serve to venture out. So um starting a business is not easy because they're as people say they're saturated industries, but I always say take that leap and just start. You never know where God is going to plant you. You never know who needs you. 
-hmm. in that specific industry or that specific market. Also, when it comes to balancing your business, your uh, spiritual walk with God and everything, you need to ensure that you put God first. Go to him with everything. And not only going to him and spending time with him, but also listening to when he speaks to you. A lot of times we're so hearing a lot of noise and even our own thoughts blocks out the voice of God. So we should also take time to learn how to listen and mm-hmm. on and know the voice of God when it's when he's speaking to us through the operation of the Holy Spirit. Also, I just want to encourage each and every one of you and myself and Shante <laughs> to really continue pressing forward. God has blessed us with gifts. He's blessed us with talents. He's blessed us with skills. And we can use these gifts. Don't be the man that hid this talent. Use mm-hmm. those talents to bless others. Use your faith and exercise your faith in Christ. So, you know, you get a lot of persons saying, oh, I made it to the top because I did this and I did that. We should not be even speaking because we are nothing in ourselves. We need mm-hmm. to depend upon God. And we also need to constantly remember to keep trusting and believing in God that he is going to help us to move from one level to the other. So I just want to encourage you, continue pushing, continue uh pursuing, continue to be consistent, see God daily, and just have fun while doing it. Also, to balance your social life, (laughs) find time. Find time for your family. Um, For me, what I've done, I I work from nine to three. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I set this time, because if I was in a nine to five job, I was going to work from 8 to 4.30 and that was my 9 to 5 job. And we as entrepreneurs need to become more serious with our businesses. So I set that working time from 9 to 3. That is my working time in my business. So that's where all my schedules and everything is centered around that time. Mm -hmm. Anything after 3 o'clock is when I head to the kitchen and when I start spending time with my family and wind down. Because I didn't leave a nine-to-five job to be working 24-7 inside of my business. Oh, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I had to be disciplined enough to say, listen, nine-to-three, that's when I work. Three to whenever time I decide to sleep. And I try to go to bed by 9.30, the latest. So I get my full eight hours. Because if I don't get full eight hours, I cannot function. <laughs> it's just me. <laughs> So I had to learn how to do it. So you need to take a look at your system, take a look at what are the things that you do on a daily basis and start carving out times that you need to work, times you need to spend with your family, especially those who have children um, who are married. You need to spend time with your family, your husband or your wife or so. So you need to ensure that you have that time set aside, time with God. You need to ensure that's the first thing, first and foremost in the morning. So um, that's a little piece of advice I would leave with our faithpreneurs. Yes, I love it. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you for all the great advice and telling us your story. God has truly moved in your life, and I pray that he continues to do exceedingly abundantly above all you can even ask or think. Now, Elisha, before we go, 
please share with us how we can keep in contact with you. Give us your social media handles, your email, your website. Give us all of that. Okay, so you can get me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the same handle, which is the Biz Tech Expert. That's B I Z T E C H E X P E R T, the Biz Tech Expert. You can visit my website at innovategsolutions.com. That's I N N O V A T E G Y solutions.com. And also you can send me an email if you have any tech questions or if you're interested in getting into the IT industry, you can send me a quick email at Elisha, E-L-E-S-H-A, at InnovatorGSolutions.com. Thank you. That's great. And you guys know I will pop all of these things into the show notes. So be sure to check the show notes out. Alicia, again, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so so much for telling us your story. I look forward to seeing the great things that you do in the future. Oh, thank you so much, Shanti, for having me. And thank you for allowing me to come into the Fitpreneur Diaries and just um, sharing my uh, my passion and my business and also my faith as well. So I really appreciate you. And you're doing an awesome job. Keep it up. I'm a big fan of the podcast, too. <laughs> Excellent. Well, we're glad to have you as part of the tribe. <laughs> thank you so much. 